The podcast devoted to all things fitness, food, and wellness right here in beautiful Westchester, Pennsylvania. I'm Devin Gage, and I will be guiding you through discovering all of the amazing resources that we have for wellness and fitness right here in town. Make sure you hit subscribe to receive all the latest updates and episodes. And without further ado, let's get started. Today, you're going to hear from Mark Thomas, the general manager at Penn Fusion Soccer Academy, uh, formerly known as Westchester United Soccer. Um, these guys are great. I mean, they run a massive organization. I think every youth athlete in our area has gone through their program or at least participated in their program. They offer uh, opportunities for ages three all the way through adult to learn and play soccer and really set athletes up for success. Um, not only do they provide an amazing quality of program, they do a lot to support the local community with charitable uh, events and fundraisers, um, and they have scholarship programs for athletes that may not be able to afford you know, participating in this high-level club. So hope you enjoy it. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast, share this with anybody else that may be interested, and let's get into it. All right, we're here with Mark Thomas, the general manager of Penn Fusion Soccer Academy, uh, the massive soccer club that we have here in Westchester. Uh, Mark, thanks for joining us. No problem. Thanks for having me on this morning. Yeah, so Mark, talk to us about you know your background, how you got involved, uh, how you came to the States, how you got involved with Penn Fusion. Yeah, I, uh, I came over in 2002. Um, I was very fortunate from the age of 14 through 19. I, I played for Liverpool football club in in the UK um, played youth international soccer as well didn't quite work out the way I wanted it to but but came over on a soccer scholarship so I played in the Midwest for four years at two universities uh, Oakland University in Michigan and Tiffin University in Ohio and uh, managed to do an internship at a soccer charity in Philly called the Starfinder Foundation and I ended up working there for almost 18 months got connected to Westchester United at the time, which is the, the founding um, 501c3 of Penn Fusion. And I've uh, really been there since 2007 full time. So I've been very fortunate to find a job that I love and uh, to be in it for such a long period of time as well. Yeah. I mean, I think everybody in Westchester knows about Penn Fusion, formerly Westchester United. Um, talk about a little bit of the, the range of offerings that Penn Fusion offers. Yeah, we, we have roughly 3,000 players at any one time in, in the season. We offer a three- to five-year-old program called our Little Player Program. It's, um, you know, it's, it's fine for multi-sport athletes at that age, you know, developing um, hand-eye coordination activities. So we have almost 250 three- to five-year-olds. We have a recreation league um, that goes from age five through to 19, all the way through the high school age groups for boys and girls. And then we also have uh, a travel academy program, which in some age groups, we have as many as five teams. Um, but we feel we can, we can house players, whether they want to be a youth international soccer player and professional, or whether they just want to play recreationally, locally with their friends. We feel we, we can offer that. Uh, we also have um, some semi-pro or amateur high-level adult programs with our Westchester men's team and also our WPSL Penn Fusion team. And then everything else you can imagine from a supplementary 
um, programming perspective we offer, such as camps, training programs. Obviously, we partner with Gage for, for speed and agility items as well. So uh, lots of stuff going on. Awesome. Can you talk about like the founding principles or the values that you really try to instill in, in the athletes? Yeah, we, um, you know, first and foremost, when we, when we hire coaches or we, or we work with volunteers, we're looking for good people. Um, you know, obviously qualifications and experience comes into it, but there's been many coaches at the academy level that hasn't, haven't worked out over a 14 year period that were very qualified, but unfortunately it didn't really fit the culture um, or the community that, that we had at the club. Um, although we're very large, we try to make sure that everybody's connected and everybody is in line with our club philosophy. Um, we're big on our core values, which is integrity, commitment, sportsmanship and community. Um, and we try to apply those to, to every level that we offer and every program that we offer. And um, I think it's the connection of the full-time staff, the paid contractors and the volunteers that, that is key to, to where we are today. Yeah. I mean, so that sounds like a lot of our approach with things at, at my gym and the, when it comes to hiring, what I always say is I don't care what you know until I know how much you care. Um, yeah. And it's, it's like, you could be the greatest trainer and the greatest fitness professional in the world, but if you don't really care about our clients, you're never going to be a good fit. People aren't going to work with you. Um, and I think working with kids, that's really, really true. Um, if you don't love working with kids, you can be the greatest soccer coach or the greatest, most talented player in the world, and it's just not going to work out. Yeah, I think, I think personality is key, especially at the younger age groups. And um, it's kind of no surprise. We, we have a lot of teachers that, that coach part-time um, and are just right. phenomenal dealing with parents, dealing with players of all age groups. Um, yeah, we're really for fortunate. We, you know, we've got um, a very mixed cultural group of coaches. You know, we've got, we've got several foreigners like myself. We've got a lot of domestic coaches. Um, on, the, on the women's side of the game, we made a big push. On the girls' side, sorry, a big push to get female role models and coaches in. So I think we're up between around 10 or 12 on the travel side, which doesn't sound like a lot, but, but with regards to the local soccer community, it's, it's, a, it's a large number of, of full-time female right. contractors. So we're proud of that. Um, and, and, you know, something we're looking to improve year to year. Yeah. And I'll say, you know, I've been involved in the, in the rec league with my daughter, who's a U10 player right now. I've coached myself. First off, I mean, the coaching as a rec coach, as a parent volunteer, um, there's a lot of requirements in terms of making sure that they're committed, making sure that they are keeping the best interest and the safety of the kids, the highest priority. Um, we go through tons and tons of certifications, prereqs. Um, so I thought that was every year that I do it, I'm like, all right, another round of this, but I know it's for a, another, it's, it is for a good cause. And, you know, something that's really important to me as a parent, uh, whenever my daughter does work with a coach, it's really important to me because you're essentially enlisting a parental figure uh, for that child. Um, and my daughter has played other sports um, and played other, you know, been a part of other organizations and done lessons with people that like I was really unhappy with uh, just, you know, I didn't feel like they did a good job. And, you know, when you're enlisting some sort of parental figure um, that's really, really important. And I can always say, I mean, one, I've coached a lot of them, so I can say I did a good job. But um, I've always been really happy with the coaches that we've met in your organization. And um, even the volunteer coaches have all been really great role models and examples for the kids. Uh, great sportsmanship, uh, very sportsmanlike and, and responsible. And 
that's that's a really good sign for volunteers as well as your whole organization. Yeah, it's um, you know that just talking about the clearance process, it's an absolute bear to manage. But um, right. you know, I think the individual volunteers have to report to maybe four or five organizations. So there's that I think peace of mind, um, and then also with the rebranding to Penfusion, our recreation league, I think there's a lot more connection to the full-time staff. Um, there's a lot more support in terms of curriculum and availability. And we don't want to micromanage um, our staff coaches or our volunteer coaches, but I think the resources are there um, for them to use and pick and choose when they want to use that. And of course, we, I think the communication has been pretty strong the last 12, 12 months or so where we're trying to get the similar messages out and, and kind of, um, I wouldn't say create the, the mindset through, through communication, but I think we're encouraging everybody, um, parents, members, coaches, players, what we're all about and uh, buying into the, you know, the long-term development and philosophy that, that it isn't just one team, one coach. You're part of a, a 3,000 plus player pool, you know, within the organization. And you guys are really committed to the local community and doing a lot of charitable work. Talk about some of that. Yeah, so, um, you know, pre-COVID, pre um, we, we kind of usually did a really big push with a local charity, um, Unite for Her, uh, which is a local breast cancer charity. Um, so we, we've always done annual campaigns with, with that group. And, and typically we're raising between, I think, five and $10,000. Wow. Um, and then we, we really do try and encourage our teams um, and coaches to take on individual projects throughout the local community. You know, such as working in soup kitchens and um, we have a big passback program which one of our board members runs where we collect gently used soccer gear and we send it to um, domestic groups international groups that can't afford to buy equipment so um, we've done a big push in the last 12 months for that and then during covid um you know although we hurt as an organization we're very fortunate that um our members uh, wanted to give back and wanted to do something locally so we did several drives for, for local groups and agencies. So um, we did very early on in April 2020, we did a food drive for Westchester Food Cupboard. I think we raised in 10 days, $7,500, which, wow. which was phenomenal. Um, and then I think it was this past Thanksgiving, we did a virtual food drive for the Chester County Food Bank. And it was over $5,000. And then we did a mask fundraiser where you know everybody had to buy masks at this time so we thought can we can we help local groups again um so again that was assigned to the westchester food club and i think it was around twenty five hundred dollars so they're the local ones we've supported this year and, and it's really nice and um, that our members can have a positive impact just in you know the local westchester community but also chester county as well that's awesome and do you get a lot of the players involved or is that more club oriented um so in, in the past 12 months, it's been, it's been very virtual based, um, just from a safety perspective, but usually, usually in a normal environment, you know, we, we do encourage, um, players to participate in event in, in events on site at events. Um, we also do, I think maybe you've been part of, we do an annual, um, shoot and score auction. We do an annual golf out and that supports our financial aid, um, program where we, you know, if, if families, don't have the means to, to, to be able to afford soccer at any level, recreation or, or travel. Um, we, you know, we give out annually anywhere between 40 and $50,000 um, for families that are in need to, to, to play. Real quick, guys, this episode is brought to you by Gage Strength Training. 
and we offer athlete speed and performance training for local Westchester athletes. We start at age 11 years old and we go all the way through college and even train some professional athletes. So if you are looking for an elite speed and performance training program for your son or daughter, contact us by going to gaugestrengthtraining.com and ask about a free trial in our middle school, high school, or college speed and performance program, gaugestrengthtraining.com. See you there. Awesome. So uh, let's talk about the success of the Penfusion program. Uh, I mean, you guys have made a name for yourselves as being one of the top programs on the East Coast. Um, I know you graduate a lot of collegiate players. You graduate a lot of professional players. Um, talk about how you cultivate that in players. What, a, what is asked of the players? You know, how do you bring all that together? Yes. Yeah, so, you know, internally we, we have certain goals and standards of, of what we want to do from a numbers perspective and retention perspective. So you know, every year we set participation goals for the recreation program because ultimately the, the success of your base is going to feed into your top tiers and then travel level. We're, we're kind of always bouncing around the 70 to 75 travel teams. Um, and, and that's where we currently stand. And um, from college placement, we have a minimum goal internally where we try to place 50 players onto NCAA rosters every single season. The past three years, we've actually been above 70 players every single year. Um, the girls are averaging above um, 30 players. The boys are kind of hitting around that 25. Um, the, the girls program realistically is, is one of the top programs in the country. Um, you know, Tino Mueller, Scott Bissett, Craig Scangarella do a phenomenal job with that program. Um, you know, we're having players uh, go play, for example, University of Maryland, North Carolina, uh, all the local programs, and, and not just go and be roster players, but be impact players even as freshmen. Um, and we've, we've got several females in the professional ranks. I, th I think in the last 16 months, there's, there's 12 players playing domestically or internationally at the professional level on the female side. Um, and on the boys level, um, you know, I think we're the, we're the leading program in, in the state at college placement. Um, the environment's changed in the last decade with, with the Philadelphia Union coming in. And, um, you know, we, we push our best players that are at that level that if the union wants them, um, we feel that's the right pathway for them. Then we'll push our top one or two on at certain age groups. Um, but we feel we can offer a, a home even for players that want to go professional. So this past year, for example, um, Ada McFadden, who's at Notre Dame, um, captain, has got drafted in the Super Draft for Atlanta United. And then AJ Marcucci had a different path. He went and played Division Three at Connecticut College, um, was, a, I think, a three-year All-American, National Goalkeeper of the Year, and just got drafted by the New York Red Bulls. So, um, you know, we, we feel we can provide that pathway uh, for, for both genders at really all levels of the collegiate game and, and even professional. That's, uh, that's awesome. I mean, I'm sure there's not a lot of clubs that are putting out numbers like that. And uh, we have a really great talent pool in this area. Uh, Westchester is home to tons and tons of really talented athletes. Um, what, one thing I noticed about you guys, you guys always have the best gear. I mean, the kits <laughs> that you guys have, the, the stuff that you're wearing. So talk about, you know, you guys look like real pros out yeah. on the field. Um, what, is, what does that look like the players get? you know, gear they get, you know, how do you guys orchestrate all that? Yeah. So, um, 
due to our size, we're fortunate. We, you know, we have agreements with, with Adidas, multi-year ad, uh, agreements, and also Angelo's Soccer Corner, um, which is in Berwyn, is the vendor. Um, having a German on staff, Tino, um, and being connected to Adidas, he, you know, he's the one that should get the credit and all the gear that we <laughs> Um, I feel like every other week I, I go into the office and find a new Adidas package on my desk. But um, you know, we, we have basic we have basic packages um, of what players are provided, and then obviously there's there's add-ons and optional items. But um, you know, Adidas Adidas pushes to to kind of um, be the club with with certain types of uniform styles and try and be the first club out there. Um, so they they try and push some boundaries sometimes on what we should and shouldn't be wearing. But we, we've had a great relationship. Been um, yeah, we're fortunate. You know, we can get the volunteers' gear, we can get our staff coaches' gear, the the financial aid players. You know, Adidas and Angelo's are great supporters there as well. Awesome. How have you guys adapted through COVID, and and what have what have you done to make it work? Uh, I know sports and soccer; uh, those things have been up in the air for the last year. I've got my daughter in a wreck. I thought it was run really well the, with the restrictions and everything I thought was run really, really, really well. So talk to me about that. Yeah, it's, it's, I'm sure it has been for you as well, but it's been an interesting process and um, challenging process. Uh, you know, I'm fortunate we have seven full-time staff in the office and then we've got a very active board of directors with, with 12 volunteer board members. So, you know, we were sometimes getting on the phone or getting on um, Zoom sessions maybe three times a week during the initial um, COVID time. So, you know, we were obviously put in restrictions in spring 2020 where we couldn't operate. Uh, so we, you know, we processed full refunds for our recreation members, yeah. processed partial refunds for our travel players that had missed out on a certain time period. Um, and then we were down for a period, but then the state association and government approved um, non-contact camps which, you know, you know, in sports, it's hard to run non-contact events and it's challenging from a, a curriculum perspective. But I think the full-time staff um, did great in, in managing six weeks of non-contact activities, keeping the kids engaged. Um, we developed online curriculum and, and um, we did things like magazines. We did supplementary video education. Um, and then as time passed, we, you know, the restrictions eased up a little bit and, you know, we had the mindset um, if clubs are going to be allowed to operate, we want to do it the safest, the most professional um, and be the most proactive on communication. I feel we've, we've, we've done pretty well on that with regular communication to members. Um, for example, right now, um, players are a hundred percent masked. Coaches are a hundred percent masked on the sidelines and sessions uh, we have individual water and equipment stations. So when there is downtime in the activity, people are socially distanced and spaced out. Um, sometimes challenging to, to manage the younger kids, but, but that's how we're operating. Um, and we, you know, we have a, an online reporting system for anybody that, that has individual cases of, of exposure or, or contact. So um, unfortunately, I'm the guy that has to deal with that. So it, it's not being fun with uh, 3,000 members, but I, I feel with the support we've got from the staff on board, it's, it's gone reasonably smoothly c considering the amount of people that, that we have as members. Yeah. Um, going back to, you know, more of the physical play, uh, one thing I wanted to ask was what does like the growth trajectory or the path look like for the average player? I mean, they start, soccer is a sport that a lot of parents get their kids into very early on, starting yeah. with the with the young three to five-year-old program. How, how would somebody grow up 
in the Penn Fusion Westchester United program? Yeah, so you know the, the first the first point of entry is the little player program, the three to five year olds, and it's and it's purely um, fun based. It's it's you know we call it me and my ball, where every player has a ball that they they're doing hand skill and 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 foot and eye coordination activities, where it's it's developing all types of athletic ability. And then there's two pathways. There's the travel program, and then there is the recreation program. So the recreation program is really, it's, it's three sets of seven to eight week periods that are all optional. So you can do a fall, you can do a winter, you can spring, you can do one of those seasons, or you can do three. Um, and I think the price point and the commitment is, is very reasonable um, for, for that program. And then there's the travel program that, that is, at the younger age groups, it's, it's almost a 10 month program now. There's a month off in the summer. There's a month off at the winter holidays. But within that travel program, there's, there's three to four levels. So every level is a higher level of commitment. Um, right. So our nines and tens are all two practices a week and weekend events. And then um, the 11s and 12s, the top level, have a third session. And as you go and progress further, we have what we call the ECNL level at U13 to U19, which is the elite clubs national league. It's, it's currently the premier league in the country for, for boys and girls with, with the main goal of, of creating a competitive regional and national schedule um, and placing players in front of college coaches. Uh, so that is, is probably three to five events a week, um, which is, you know, is, is quite a commitment. Um, but also below that high school age groups, we have lower level commitments. So I think it's, it's really up to the individual family and individual player whether they want to focus solely on soccer, whether they want to be multi-sport athletes or whether they just want to play recreational, even at the high school age groups, we, we have that. We're very fortunate. We, we have a home for all really at all levels, all age groups. Awesome. Do you guys offer any, is there any kind of like adaptive uh, programs or any special needs programs, even on the charitable side? Yeah. Um, so we, we've offered um, for almost a decade now, our community outreach program. And we've primarily ran that at Hillsdale Elementary School. So we, we do that with specifically their ELL um, membership. So their English language learners. Um, you know, we work with Miss Joni LePage out there. She does a phenomenal job. And uh, every year we run, uh, every season, you know, fall and spring, we're running roughly like an eight to 10 week program. We try and connect those players to our organization. Um, we also go out and, and do some free school clinics. So if there's ever schools in the local area that, that want staff um, to come in and run, whether it's phys ed classes, run after school programming, um, it's something we're always willing to do and, and get our people out there. Um, and, you know, we do try to connect um, to different charities and different special events. So, we've, you know, we've hosted Special Olympic I, uh, programming in the past. We've connected our membership to local top soccer groups. Um, so we, we try to be as active as possible as we can. Great. Well, Mark, this was awesome. Uh, if somebody wanted to get involved with Penn Fusion, whether on the rec side, volunteer side, coaching side, anything, how would they get in touch with the club or you? Yeah, the, the easiest thing would be to go to our website. It's penfusion.org. And um, full-time staff email addresses are all on the website. You can reach out. Uh, we've just launched a new website. It's a little bit easier to navigate and, and people to find where they, where they want to go. So uh, yeah, reach out if, if people are interested in the organization. Mark, thank you so much. This was awesome. I appreciate you taking the time to talk to us and uh, we'll see you soon. Sounds good. Thanks a lot, Devin. Thanks.
Thanks for listening, guys. Make sure you go to KillDarespubWC.com. Get your takeout orders. And if you still have not done so, go to GageStrengthTraining.com and contact me for a free 30-day membership at Gage Strength Training so we can help you hit your goals, feel your best, and lose some weight.